0: This weekday sports beat continues on Sports Radio 960, WSBT, WSBTRadio.com, the WSBT Radio app, and on Twitch as Darren Pritchett talks Notre Dame football recruiting with Blue and Gold Illustrated Insider Mike
1: Singer. And Mike Singer is on the road today, joining us live. Here on WSBT Radio, so I guess I should ask the question where in the world is Mike Singer today?
0: Well, when you say on the road, it's quite literally on the road. I am driving as we <laughs> speak, Darren. Uh, I had a little rental car uh, hiccup, so I exchanged my car. But uh, yeah, I'm just I, currently, Darren, getting off exit 140B. Um, I don't know what road I'm on, but I'm looking at the Alamo Dome where the All-American Bowl will be held um, on Saturday, you, where everyone will be able to see five
1: Notre Dame players. So, uh,
0: yeah, they're just on the road. Uh, got some articles to write. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a good time, though.
1: Well, hopefully – Southwest Airlines is not in the rental car business, or to explain a lot right now. But we'll move along to more important things.
0: (laughs) Well, Darren, that's why I did not get to go to the Under Armour. Uh, I was supposed to go to a couple of Under Armour practices to see some Notre Dame signees there, but that did not happen thanks to some of us, but yeah, we can continue on.
1: Very, very good. So you mentioned five Notre Dame players are down in San Antonio participating in the All-American Bowl game. I would assume none bigger than Drake Bowen, the great player from Andrean High School over in Maryville, Indiana, who has dazzled us through what was a fantastic senior season for Andrean, and now he's down there with the best of the best. I can only imagine that Drake is pretty fired up to talk about Notre Dame football and also be a part of this bowl game.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and I've enjoyed my interactions with Drake. At at Blue and Gold, we're doing uh, like a Drake Bowen journal every day, so each morning, you know, have an update, um, you know, just kind of what the day was like before, um, what what his feelings are, what his thoughts are moving into, uh, you know, the next 24 hours and whatnot. So, yeah, that, that's been good. Really enjoyed getting to see Drake. It's been a while since I've, uh, you know, seen him in person. So um, that's been good. I will say, though, Darren, like if you think about football, you're thinking rough and tough and run the ball up the gut. <laughs> you need a big Mike linebacker like Drake Bowen. At these all-star games, like the Kansas City Chiefs, offense looks like round and pound compared to this finesse stuff. I mean, (laughs) it is, if you are a linebacker or a safety, and you're playing in the middle of the field, you know, from, you know, 10 yards out from the line of scrimmage, there's nothing for you to do. Everything is to the outside. So this is just not a situation where linebackers are getting much action. So uh, Bowens look good through drills and whatnot, but uh, otherwise, how someone can evaluate Drake Bowen, this, if you if you can, more power to you, but I, I, I think you're full of it because there, there's just not there's just not a lot going on for a middle linebacker in, in this kind of event, Darren.
1: Well, then I should ask you about Mike Abel, because he's a cornerback, so I assume we're going to see a lot of him then.
0: Yeah, yeah, we've seen a good bit of him. I mean, Darren, I mean, for him, he was a high school running back. He might have played some corner a little bit, but it, like he was a high school running back. Like, that that's his position, and he's Everyone has looked at him as a corner for college. Obviously, Notre Dame signed him there. So, you know, he looks raw. He looks like a player who is a very good athlete and a running back, but not a natural corner right now. Like, that's what he is, and that's that's what it is out there, like you can tell. Uh, made a nice interception this afternoon. Um, it broke on a little comeback route, dove to the ground, um, made that interception. It was a very nice play. Again, he's a really good athlete, but technically he, he's got work to do, which is if people are listening be like, ah, Mike's not excited about Mike belt. No, that's exactly what we've been saying for a long time. You know, now we're just kind of seeing it for, our, for ourselves.
1: He is Mike Singer, the Notre Dame football recruiting insider, Blue and Gold Illustrated. Read all his coverage from the All-American Bowl in San Antonio at blueandgold.com. Well, one year ago at this time, we were talking about the big need for the Irish in their class of 2023 at the wide receiver position, and Chancey Stuckey, the wide receiver coach, came through with a terrific class plus the addition of Caleb Smith, the transfer player from Virginia Tech. So now it's January 4th, 2023. Is it easy to point out a spot that Notre Dame will have to hit that home run this year at a particular position?
0: Yeah, it's a great question, Darren. I think you probably need to see – I think I need a couple more weeks to see what happens like with incomings and outgoings before I answer that question. Um, but I, I can just give the generic answer of the same three positions that Notre Dame's needed to you know, recruit at a high level to take the next step for the past decade quarterback – uh, receiver and corner. I mean, th- those are the three spots, right, where Notre Dame's kind of been, had, had struggles the past several years. Notre Dame's got a, a, an elite quarterback committed in CJ Carr, so check that box. They're done there. Uh, they got a lot of work to do at receiver, but their one commit they have with that position is a borderline five star talent, according to On Three and Cam Williams, um, you know, from Glen in Illinois. So check that. And then a corner, uh, Notre Dame. Carson Hobbs from South Carolina. He's a three-star, but, you know, plays great competition in Ohio and someone who I think his stock is only going to go up. Um, And uh, Notre Dame might have a a really good player on campus at the corner position in the middle of the month too. Um, So I I don't know, Darren. I mean, I think this 2024 class, it's off to a really nice start with some talented players. So uh, to wrap this up, though, I don't have like a a very – strong feeling on a, a, a position right now other than just, again, kind of the generic you know, quarterback, corner, and receiver.
1: Well, Mike, let me twist your answer because you saying that tells me that this coaching staff and the prior, the last couple of years, has done you know a pretty good job of recruiting, so there isn't that glaring need at this time. Fair?
0: Yeah, yeah, fair. I mean, they, they met their needs in this class. Uh, I know that's the most cliche coach speak thing to say about a signing class, right? Oh, everyone met their needs and had signed the best class ever to lead them to a title. But um, so yeah, I mean Notre Dame's class—it's it's just deep. It's a deep class, back-to-back top ten classes, deep classes for for the Fighting Irish. Um, yeah, I mean they really needed to knock it out of the park at receiver, and they signed three top 30 receivers per the three consensus, something they've literally never done in the Internet era, never have done. Hmm. So, yeah, more more power to this stuff.
1: Mike, let's talk about the recruiting calendar. What's next of importance for the coaching staff?
0: Yeah, so uh, what's today, Darren? Is today the 4th? Yes, sir. Yeah, so transfers are actually able to visit from the 4th to the 8th. So you might have a couple players, maybe even on campus right now. Uh, as I'm down here at the All-American Bowl, I don't know what's even floating out there about that. I you know, just heard heard you know a few names here and there that you know, I'm not even sure if I'm at liberty to say right now. So I'm sorry I'm to tease that but not have the information to deliver. But transfers this week, uh, and then you, you go back to a dead period, right? I mean, it's still a high school dead period, but just the transfers have a, a window to visit from the 4th to the 8th. Uh, And then the dead period extends through the middle of the month. Uh, And then you'll have Notre Dame has a recruiting weekend January 14th. I had the scoop at that at blueandgold.com reporting the names that I'm hearing are supposed to come in for that. Um, And then the coaches will be on the road um, in in January. Um, They're able to have home visits with the players who have not enrolled because uh, you'll have some early enrollees get to campus in the middle of January, but then the players who get to the campus in the summer, Notre Dame will have some more home visits with them, and then hit the road to uh, stop in at high schools of the top 2024 20, targets and inquire about some younger players as well
1: want to commend you guys had great coverage of the Gator Bowl as the Irish rallied to beat South Carolina in a very entertaining game. You want bowl games to be fun, exciting. We sure got that with a lot of drama. Notre Dame winning 45-38, and we knew, Mike, going into that ball game, there was going to be a big spotlight on quarterback Tyler Buckner, his return to the field, his first game action since September. There were highs, there were lows, but all in all, he was a part of Five touchdowns in the ball game, three passing touchdowns and two rushing touchdowns. I would just like to get your perspective of what you saw from Tyler Buckner in this game. I'm curious to know what you think because obviously you're someone that followed his recruiting from California to Notre Dame.
0: Just say it, Darren. Mike, you're someone who is brilliant and yes. smart, and I want your. I mean, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, just kidding. Uh, but in all seriousness, Darren there was a lot of good. I mean, his good was really good, but Darren, his bad was really bad. I mean, he accounted for seven touchdowns. Just unfortunately a couple of them didn't go for Notre Dame Um, or or was it even, was it more? I think it was seven, right? So yeah, I, I mean, the two pick sixes were awful. I know, look, you can say they shouldn't have called this play or They shouldn't have done this, but they did. And he made the decision to throw the interception, right? I mean, like, I don't know how much blame you can give the guy in the press press box for the player who threw the ball to the other team. Uh, But his good, I mean, getting outside the pocket, delivering some really nice passes down the field, I think, for me, that game kind of gives you something to think about moving forward with all the Sam Hartman talk, like what what this quarterback room looks like next year, Darren. I think it is going to be the most interesting quarterback battle that The Irish have had, you tell me, Darren, when have you been this intrigued? If Notre Dame brings in Sam Hartman like we're all expecting, Buckner versus Hartman, that is going to be
1: awesome. That's a nice problem to have. And like I talked about earlier in the program, when I said, hey, there's nothing new on Sam Hartman yet, The guy that you could bring in with this type of passing talent, we didn't see him run as much this year. I think Wake Forest was protecting him from the blood clot and his health that he had, health issues he had back in August. I think when you consider what he can do running the ball and passing the ball, there is no way in the world you turn down Sam Hartman. And he is a guy that can be your starting quarterback next year, and you don't worry about having a change-up quarterback. That's me. I'm intrigued by Tyler. I thought he played great in the game, but it's hard to pass on the credentials and the deep-throwing ability of that guy from Wake Forest.
0: Darren, we've talked about this so many times, so yes. I apologize for sounding like a broken record, but Notre Dame gambled with Buckner this season.
1: Did it work? Yes, Did it sir. It got
0: hurt. You can't do it again. No. If If, if you – Gamble and just go. All right, we're going with Buckner QB one, and you know QB two can be Angeli, Polis, or, or Minchie and that's what you're rolling with after Pine transfers. I mean, uh, I mean, God bless you, Tommy. I mean, like if that's what they were going to do, because Buckner could be really darn good, or he could be sidelined. You know, after a game or two or three, you know, you, you just don't know. And and it's nothing that's it's not Buckner's fault. Like some players just happen to be injury prone. Like, you look at Tyler Buckner, like, oh, he's, he's stocky. Like, he's built well, but just he just has an injury history. So, you have to bring in Sam Hartman. Now, how Tyler Buckner reacts to that is the really interesting thing, right? What does he do? Does he want to sit the bench? Does I mean, he's going into his junior season. Does he want to have a, a package like when he was a freshman to kind of be a little wildcat quarterback? Like, I'm a, if I'm Tyler Buckner, I'm a junior. I don't want to do that. So, what he does... Is uh, definitely going to be fascinating.
1: Mm. I wonder if his performance in the Gator Bowl has changed his thinking at all. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe. Well, he's like Sam Hartman on Twitter. No, nope. Don't know what that means, but they're now buddies on social media. So all is well at this particular uh, time. <laughs>
0: hey, you've become one of us with, with you sleuthing that kind of stuff out. So.
1: I stole it from somebody else. I did not find that myself, Mike. Come on now. Give me more credit than that. All right. All right. I'm glad to hear that. Hey, Mike, what's happening right now at Blue and Gold Illustrated, blueandgold.com?
0: Well, once I get out of this traffic, I'll be uh, writing up content from today, um, the morning and afternoon session of All-American Bowl. Again, five Notre Dame players. Uh, you know, these true freshmen who will be enrolling, um, who, who signed in December. You got Mike Bell and Drake Bowen, who we talked about, but also defensive lineman Brennan Vernon. Um, and then uh, uh, safety, Adon Schuler and offensive lineman, Sullivan Absher. So we'll also have a video report with highlights on those guys um, from today. So coverage on all that. And then uh, Patrick Engel, Tyler Horka, and Todd Burles continue to do a fantastic job covering Notre Dame athletics. Um, and I got you locked down on the recruiting side of things. So, yeah, just head to balloongoal.com. Uh, Check out our promo that we have going on if you want to get involved in reading all of our premium content and reading our message board. And, uh, yeah, Darren, it's uh, it's definitely a great time to sign up at BlueAndGold.com.
1: Read all about it. Read Mike's articles from San Antonio the rest of the week, of course, at BlueAndGold.com, and we'll do a little recap here on the program next week when Mike rejoins the program. Well, safe travels in the rental car. Enjoy your stay down in San Antonio. We'll talk to you next week.
0: All right, sounds
1: good. Thank you, Thank you, sir. Mike Singer, Notre Dame football recruiting insider, Blue and Gold Illustrated, blueandgold.com, joining us from San Antonio, where five Irish signees will take part in the All-American Bowl, including Andrean's Drake Bowen. 626 on your home of the Fighting Irish, Sports Radio 960 WSBT.
0: Wesley